There we go. Born ready. Born ready. Born ready. I was born for this. All right. Good well, morning, everybody. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Misty. I, I, I'm not very good at ad-libbing. Jazzercise. <laughs> um, in an effort to cut down on our pre-rolls and get right to it. Yeah. What do you want to do today? I want to ruin the internet. Sick. Cool. Uh... You want me to tell you what, how we're going to do it? Yeah, let's, let me, yeah, I'll do, yes, that right. part while I look up the clock. Okay. Okay, I have the clock up. You have the clock up. Clock up. Clock, clock it up. Clock, clock up, motherfucker. Happy Monday morning. Hey, happy everybody. We Ow. had, we had coffee and it is actually Monday for a change. It scene. is. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Is the clock on? Uh, yeah, ready and meow. Okay. So, <clears throat> last week we did a couple of Versus episodes. Yes. And they were super fun. Okay. So, I want to knock it off here on monday morning just really kick it off strong yeah with exactly that another verses yeah okay what's your favorite bible verse no no the only one i can remember from memory <laughs> is john three sixteen from vacation bible school all right um i want to talk so this is going to be a you versus me i'm hogwarts oh. you're gotham city i'm misty and i'm ike the next 15 minutes we're going to debate pop culture my background's in music my background's in film i know the topics beforehand and i don't we check the internet for the facts and ruin it with opinions from pop rocks in your lunchbox to happy meal toys and swatch clocks what two imaginary places in yep. movies books whatever okay that I wish that I could go to Hogwarts because there's so many things about it. And you love Batman. Right. And Gotham City is an imaginary city. Right. That no one wants to live in because it's a dump. That's why Batman cleans it up. But there are cool things about it. There are. So. The main cool thing is that they've got like nine supervillains running around right. and one superhero. And Hogwarts is very similar. Each movie has a supervillain. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, tell me. Never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. And, okay. I've seen half of one with my ex-girlfriend. Okay. That's okay, though. Because we basically what we get to do is we get to talk about the why it is that that thing is a thing for us. Okay. Okay. So why is, why is Gotham City, why is Batman a thing for you? Like you like it a lot. Uh, I do like it a lot. I'm I'm googling um, Gotham City facts. Gotham City facts. Wow, there's a lot going on here. Do you want to start with something uh, about? Well, I could tell you some cool things that I've done that have to do with Hogwarts. Okay. So I was in London when um, the very last Harry Potter movie came out, mm -hmm. and I went to Hamley's, which is this like seven story toy store. Yep. Um, and I was dating a, a British guy at the time and he bought me a Harry Potter wand and then we went to where the platform nine and three quarters is in London mm -hmm. on, on the tube okay. and it takes you up to, and I always say it wrong, um, Trafalgar square, which is very close to like the theater district. Yep. Been there. And we, so we went to the, the thing, the platform nine and three quarters and then he took me to go see the last Harry Potter movie. I had a whole Harry Potter day. Wow. And I also got to go and take a train out to the place um, where the Harry Potter soundstage is, where they filmed all of it. Mm -hmm. They've kept all of it there, and they've turned it into a, um, you know, like a universal kind of thing where you get to go through and you get to see all a bunch of the props and a bunch of the, like, things, um, you know, the Dobby and the Hagrid, like the animatronics. And all the cars and all kinds of cool shit like that. 
So I feel like I've kind of gotten to go to Hogwarts a little bit. I've been to Hogwarts. The one here? Mm -hmm. Did you like it? Uh, I was working. It was before it opened. Oh. I shot the opening for it at Universal City. And now I'm whispering too, so I need to project. Project. Projection. So yeah, Hogwarts. So tell me, tell me Gotham City. Tell oh, here, me about you and Gotham City. Here's something City. I didn't know. Okay. And I just I'm today years old about Gotham City. Okay. It Gotham City is the home to the Green Lantern, also. I did know that. I did not know he lived in Gotham. I knew that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Gotham is actually in New Jersey. Oh, really? Because I thought it was kind of based on New York. Uh, let, I'm reading this live, folks, so uh, bear with me. Gotham City, uh, uh, Gotham is a city with multiple identities. It was originally New York City in the most literal sense. That is, the earliest Batman stories were set in New York City before Gotham was even mentioned. Oh. The visual influence of an older New York is alive in both Burton's Batman movies and Fox's Gotham TV show. Christopher Nolan's iconic Batman films are well known for being filmed mostly in Chicago. However, the best case mm. for the location of the comic book Gotham is, in fact, New Jersey. A whole nother paragraph, and then I'll get out of this. The most definitive evidence that comes uh, from the 1990s uh, DC comic role-playing book that provided a map of that universe's America, and this map very clearly placed Gotham City in New Jersey. Weird. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I mean, you know, a toxic swamp. It makes sense. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. There's even um, the shadow of a bat annual from 1994 clearly shows a license plate that reads Gotham City, New Jersey. That's actually really cool. I didn't. I never knew that. I didn't know that like either. I said, I always associated it with being a, a ripoff of New York City. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Tell me more. Uh, Tell me more. Man, I got all kinds of stuff about Tell, Batman. Hit me. This one says Batman controls the city's power. Let's find out. Another fact that literal-minded readers might have uh, trouble reconciling is the idea of Batman's status as an urban legend. After all, in a world so focused on surveillance, there should be webcam live streams every night of the Cape Crusader's antics. So what gives? Batman, as it turns out, has extremely fine control of the city's power. Specifically, he has special boxes hidden throughout the city that let him siphon power from the city and make other adjustments to protect his secrecy. With his trademark originality, Batman has named these his bat boxes. They provide a cannot, cannot, canical, like the word canon for like the outer stories, but uh -huh. like inical? I don't know. Whatever. Can I can't read. Canical? Can yes. Isn't that just like a cankle? Canonical. <laughs> canical. Explanation for why the police or government officials haven't long since tracked Batman back uh, to stately Wayne Manor. The, Batman, uh, the boxes allow him to turn off cameras, disable tracking devices, and otherwise stay off the radar. Well, isn't that I've convenient? never seen or noticed anything like that in any of the... Is it because... It's got to be in the comic book. It has to be. Yeah. And the, the, so I'm like, that is not something that I it comes to mind at all, and I've seen all the movies. Well, it has to progress through like our new time, right? So when Batman True. was created, nobody yeah. had a cell phone. Right. And when cell phones came out, they didn't have cameras. And now it seems like if the Batmobile was driving down the street, everybody would be like, me. Oh, of course. <laughs> so he's got a way to stay off YouTube, I guess. Weird. Okay. Yeah. That's, I never thought about that. How like in, in those continuing movie series like that, mm -hmm. that they have to take into account the new technologies. Yeah. Every time they 
Weird. I mean, it got when cell phones were rapidly developing back between like the Razor flip phone and when the iPhone came out, you could tell how old a movie was. Like you could shoot yeah, a movie when the flip phone was around and then it would come out after the iPhone came out. And you're like, ah, this movie's old already. I did have, I had a moment like that because the other day we were talking about George Clooney and I decided to go home and watch some, some Oceans movies. Nice. Um, and. I did. I went back to the first one. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch these and see if I can get all the way through Ocean's Eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I noticed it in the first one. It was funny because I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, well, "That's stupid. You wouldn't have to do that anymore because you could just do blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Whoa! I'm figuring out how to rip off a casino in modern time." Yeah. <laughs> like now. Yeah. I I forget that that movie has some age on it. Uh yeah, what well, was Ocean's yeah. Eleven? Is two thousand seven? Yeah, something is like it? That. Yeah, oh Kind of forgot about that. Eleven release. See, I feel like too that that's a little bit of the difference. Two thousand one. Sorry. Oh wow. Yeah, it is dated. Yeah, they didn't even have. I mean, really, they weren't even using cell phones. No, they and weren't. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, could you see them on like headsets and stuff? And I was like, you wouldn't have to do that anymore. Like, yeah. that's dumb. <laughs> well, you know what else will blow your mind? <clears throat> Tell me. As we're recording this, guys, it's a week ahead. So yeah. today's December 7th. Mm-hmm. That's the day Ocean's Eleven came out. That's so awesome. December 7th, 2001. That's real cool. Yeah. Shout out Craig Cox. It's our buddy's birthday. It is. Yeah. What's up, Duder? And it's also um, the day Pearl Harbor got. Uh, it is. Bing, bam, boomed. Yep. Um, Way to bring it down, Ike. So, back to... <laughs> that. So, what we were talking about, though, is, like, the use of technology and how they have to up that in the Batman movies in Gotham City and, like, how that works. Yep. It's one of the things that I think I always, like, like about Hogwarts specifically for me is that it's set... <clears throat> it's super imaginary. Like, all of the things in it, there aren't really things like that that they need to worry about because it's such an imaginary world. Right. You know? They have magic so they don't need technology. Right. Yeah. Right. When you can fly and like make cool stuff. Exactly. You don't need computers. You don't need computers. Yeah. What so is that's a- the things they're learning don't have anything to do with technology. They have to do with like old historical magical things. Do they I don't know how you get to Hogwarts, but do they teleport or like is You it- go to platform nine and three quarters in London, mm-hmm. which is part of the tube. Which is an imaginary platform. It doesn't. It's not really there. Uh, and you, um, you have to take a running start, but you run straight at this brick wall at platform nine and three quarters, and you run straight through it, and it puts you into a different platform where the train to Hogwarts is. That's pretty cool. It's. You know what? I am not gonna lie. Like when I started watching these many, many years ago, mm. I was like, okay, these are kids' books. Yeah. I found myself very, very quickly, very enamored with this world that was created because it just took me back to a time when I was a kid and when your imagination could run free and you didn't have that constant. That's not possible. You can't even imagine that because that's not possible. Nobody could run through a brick wall. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's what I really enjoy about them so much is that it is a complete and utter land of imagination with no restrictions to it. Um, I am, this is also one of those things lately that I'm trying real, real hard. Um, obviously the woman who wrote all of the Harry Potters has become really controversial. Oh, really? What happened? I don't want to get into it. It'll just bring it down. Um, she just, she said some things and they're, 
just not very inclusive and open, which is really weird because it seems like she wrote this world of right, for all children and including I mean, it's it's including so many different characters of different backgrounds and, you know, things like that. So it's it's a little confusing. Um, but yeah, like <clears throat> so one of the things that they they teach. So Hogwarts is a school, obviously. Mm, OK. Magic kids who, so non-magic kids are called muggles. <laughs> those are the non-magic. Why would a non-magic even go to that school? No, they don't go there. Okay. Um, those are the regulars. Those are the regulars. Um, Hogwarts is only for magic families. Um, and they go there from a pretty young age. It seemed like maybe Harry was like nine or ten when he started going there. I know the exact age. Tell me, because I don't know. He Ex- seemed young. I just looked up uh, 42 fantastical facts about Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Number 39, acceptance. A witch or wizard who is born with magical abilities will be automatically enrolled into Hogwarts as soon as they're born. At age 11, admission 11. is confirmed via OWL. Yes. If the child has magical abilities but is born to muggle human parents, their parents receive a visit from one of the school's professors. Yeah. Um, something super cool, our mutual friend Joyce, um, my best friend, for my birthday one year, she sent me an acceptance letter to Hogwarts and it because Harry Potter was the boy that lived under the stairs and at my old apartment, I my apartment was under the stairs. And so it was addressed <laughs> to Misty Roberts, the girl under the stairs. And it's an acceptance letter to Hogwarts. Oh, that's and then cool. it's got like a list. It came like it's wax sealed with the Hogwarts like stamp and mm-hmm. it comes with a list of like the supplies that you need to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> it's super cool. God, I'm a dork. Man. I'm such a dork. <laughs> I just uh, learned how the first year students get to the great... Uh, so as soon as they get off the train at Hogsmeade Station, mm-hmm. first year students <laughs> are led to boats that carry them across the Great Lake. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I'm bringing this up. Uh, festral drawn carriages transport the older students to the school. Underneath that little blurb there is a picture of the hogwarts castle across the street yeah not that we're anywhere near universal studios no in any way shape or form no, but we can see back it over that definitely way definitely can't see it from here no not at all. they've photoshopped it onto a lake but the mm-hmm. stages behind hogwarts that you can see at universal they left those in there for some reason like they explain that again they photoshopped a lake right on onto the hogwarts castle over here there's not a real Okay, so at the Hogwarts Castle here, in, they Universal photoshopped a lake onto the castle? Yeah, in front of it. Oh, in front of it. Yeah, like... In the picture. In the picture. So not in like real life. See there. that lake right there? And it's I right set up and, and upside down because it's of the reflection. Wait, how do you know that that's the one at Universal? Because you can see the stage building where the ride is. Like the ride starts in the castle. And oh, got yeah. Because the, the soundstage outside of London where they actually did all of it is out in the middle of the country and there is a giant lake oh, like may- the real thing maybe that is it <laughs> that's that's why i was conf- i was like i don't but why would you put the stage somewhere where you can see it from the establishing shot then you have to paint it out every time i don't i can't answer those questions i can tell you something super cool that they have there though yeah so one of the things that is very important that you get when you go to hogwarts is that you get your wand but you have to go shopping for it beforehand. Yeah. There's a, so there's a place called Diagon Alley and mm-hmm. that's where you go and you buy all your supplies mm-hmm. and there's a wand shop. So when you're leaving the soundstage tour, 
<clears throat> you go through the wand shop. And I remember standing there because you can buy the wands. And I was like, this is so cool. And I was looking around at all, like you're literally in the circular room surrounded by all of these boxes. I'll wrap this up real quick. Slaps. Slaps. Um, surrounded by like what, what feels like thousands of boxes yeah. of wands. And they have, they're labeled on the ends of them. And as I'm looking, I was like, wait, that says, that says Emma Watson. And then I looked over and I was like, what? But I'm so confused that that says Daniel Radcliffe. <clears throat> so the guy comes over and he's like, I see that you, you've, you've, re you've realized it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I just don't know what I'm realizing right now. And he's like, every single person that took part in making every one of these movies has their name on a box in this room, a wand box. Like everybody that worked Everyone. on the crew. Every crew member, every extra. Wow. Every single person that was attributed to having some part of those movies has their name on a wand box in the wand box room. It's so freaking cool. That's ridiculous. It's real cool. I'm it's probably one of my favorite my things that I've ever seen. Yeah. I wonder if they did that over here, too. I'm not sure. I don't know. Because um, I had, I walked like a hundred kids through that room and we filmed them and you get fit mm -hmm. for your wand like the drawers are all open and yeah. close automatically right because your wand finds you yeah and yeah. miraculously the most expensive wand finds everybody of course it's it does it's a hundred and fifty dollars yeah I have that one that's the one I got in London the day <sighs> of the last movie there's features uh, at Universal that won't work unless you have a wand yeah so it, they're actually not like that at the soundstage which is super cool like they mm -hmm. don't encourage you to go through like the gift shop and whatever until after the tour is over. Yeah. Um, but by the time you buy the wand and the school cape and the hat, you're three or four hundred dollars in, oh, and then definitely. you got to get uh, berry blood or whatever that the butter beer. Butter beer. There it is. Which is actually just butterscotch yeah. soda. <laughs> you know when they when they first open, there's only two rides. There's a small. Like, I've never been to the one here. Oh my! I know. I can't believe I haven't done it. We're going. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. We're going. Yeah, I've never done it. When I the really world opens to. back up, we'll go. But between the small like kitty ride like adults can fit on it but it's like you know it's like easier and mm -hmm. then inside the castle there's the other ride where they you sit four across and i i have to dig this picture up but we went in the bay where they fix all the stuff mm -hmm. and you're really like 25 feet off the ground and it's on an arm and it, it moves you around and articulates cool. like this <laughs> so before i had to put actors on it i put big dan on it right big dan to make, yeah to make sure Aww. he could fit and um and he rode around the, the bay in a circle, the testing bay. <laughs> so cool. Um, but between those two rides is the butterbeer cart. Yeah. And they had to move it when it first opened because kids were chugging their butterbeer and then going on the ride. And they didn't even need to pee. No, they the they'd be throwing up. It's so much sugar. Oh, yeah. It's full I mean, I had sugar. one sip of butterbeer and I was like, oh, oh yeah. 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 We could all probably right. do a whole day on. We probably could. On all that. Um, but but that was a good one. Yeah. Like, I learned some stuff about Gotham City that I didn't know. Yeah. We could probably go back and do a whole Gotham City and a whole I think we Hogwarts. probably could at some point. Hey, um, write that down, Nick. I, I have it written down right here Nick. in my notes to Nick. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have Producer a page, Nick. notes to Nick. Still in Ohio. Still. You mean Idaho? No. Ohio. I mean Utah. I was like, you were in Ohio. <laughs> I was, okay. So as long as you're not in Ohio, everybody. We'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow.